everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I'm Deborah Dondelinger, and today we are talking and tapping about what I enjoy about my life, or really what you enjoy about your life. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I was talking with somebody who has a similar personality type as I do. And he asked me, the, and he's very successful in his business. And he asked me a question. He goes, do you feel uneasy about things? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, I really like I admire and I'm a little bit envious of how amazing your business is. And I don't have that. And I had been feeling a little bit inadequate. But as I was talking to him, I'm like, but you know what? I am an amazing mom and parent. And I have a solid marriage with an amazing man. And I love my work and my clients. And I have done such deep personal work myself. So there are a lot of areas in my life where I actually feel very powerful and aligned. And that conversation with him and the chance to talk about it out loud reminded me that we sometimes forget what we're good at. The things that we just do naturally, that we take care of, that would just flow for us, we take them for granted sometimes, and we don't really pay attention to what we are naturally bringing to the world. Because, you know, it's a squeaky wheel that gets our attention. So it's the areas of our lives that aren't working quite as well that we're focused on. In the last email to my list, I presented the metaphor of imagine your life as a house with rooms. And some of the rooms are well loved and cared for. And they're they're tended to every single day. And some of the rooms are forgotten or a little bit dusty, a little bit chaotic. And the different rooms represent different areas of your life, Um, your work, how competent you are, how successful you are, how satisfied you are. Another room would be your family, your, your children or your your spouse or your partner, your family of origin, those familial relationships. Another room would be your friends and your community. Another room might be um, your spiritual life and your personal development. Another room might be the animals that you care for, charity work that you do. I forgot to put, I didn't, when I was listing this, I didn't include the room um, around finances and money, which make me laugh because that's one of the areas I tend to not be as disciplined as I was like. So when you think about the parts of your lives where you feel uneasy, turn that around and notice the parts of your life that you enjoy, that you do really well. Are you good at taking care of your body? Are you good at taking care of your finances? Are you good at taking care of your children? Are you good at your work or your hobbies or your crafts or your art? (sighs) So go ahead and say out loud, what I enjoy about my life is, and fill in the blank. All right, we're going to do some tapping side of the hand. So as I notice what I enjoy about my life, the things that I am good at that come naturally to me that I've worked at to develop, I notice how my values show up where I spend my time. As I notice all the areas of my life that I enjoy, whether it's my relationships or my work, my hobbies, my alone time, I notice how it feels in my body to consider these areas of my life that are working. Moving through the points, I notice that I feel satisfied. Side of the eye. I notice that I feel successful. I notice that I feel peaceful. I notice that I feel at ease. I notice that I feel supported. I notice that I feel passionate 
I notice that I always have energy for the areas of my life that I enjoy. Hmm, top of the head point. Gentle breath, relax. I'm currently getting certified in a personality profiling system by Personality Hacker. And it's a conversational-based approach to profiling. And the first question is the same for everybody. And it's about what's one, one thing you enjoy in your life very much. And what's so much fun is listening to people with all their different answers. You can see them light up as they talk about this area, this thing they could do forever if they had the time and money and energy. So that's the area of our lives that we enjoy. Now, what about areas that are, you feel, find are the squeaky wheel that need some attention or some time? Are you willing to notice, grounded in the areas of your life that work well, can you notice the areas of your life that's not working without collapsing? So it's noticing that there's some things that aren't going well for you, but you don't collapse internally. You don't just give up. And sometimes we do collapse internally, and that's when we need to reach out to somebody else. I was having a, an issue with um, something on my website that a new learning platform I was bringing in, and I told my web person, I was ready to like stop it. Like, I, I'm not doing this. I quit. I'm never going to do a course again. She's like, no, you have to. Like, your courses are good. And she really supported me from collapsing because I was feeling like, oh, I can't do this. So sometimes the areas of our life that aren't working, they're too big, and we need to ask for help. But first is noticing what areas of your life are the squeaky wheel that need attention. So as you take a deep breath, leaning and resting into the areas of your life that are working, feeling that nourish you and bring you to color, can you then turn your attention to the areas that you're still working on? And can you love that area of your life even though it's not working yet? You can want more for it, but can you love that area even as it's showing up? So I've had challenging some medical issues since um, 2004. So gosh, that's been far too many years. But I, I keep, um, you know, trying different things and looking for different solutions. And I stay pretty optimistic and I was do, I'm doing a class with um, Robin Friedman, who's leading this wonderful class called Your Fulfilling Life. And she asked you the question, how much are you in love with your body? And I'm like, 10 out of 10. Even though I have pain, even though I have symptoms, I absolutely adore my body a thousand percent. So let's do some tapping on the areas of your life that are the squeaky wheel that aren't quite working as well as you would like. All right, side of the hand. As I notice the areas of my life that are working well, hmm, I feel grounded and confident. And I can gently turn and look at the areas of my life that aren't. As I notice the areas of my life that have gotten better, when I think back 10 years, look at how all these different things have gotten better for me. I deeply and completely accept myself as I am now. As I notice the areas of my life that aren't quite working well enough. I notice how it keeps me engaged. Life would be boring if everything worked perfectly. I notice that I'm attached to this area of my life getting better. 
It's hard to consider the idea that it might never change. As I love and adore the fact that I'm alive and living in this world, with all that's happening and all that I'm feeling, and all the chances there are to connect with people, to make a difference, to enjoy the sunshine and the nighttime, to pet a cat, hug a dog, appreciate a flower, stomp in the water. I notice how alive my body feels being in this world. And then I'm a powerful, confident creator who might still be figuring some things out. Hmm, moving through the points. Noticing the parts of my life that are working. Noticing the parts of my life that feel squeaky. Noticing that the pattern shifts every year. And noticing there's some things that are always going to be squeaky for me. Noticing the areas of my life that I'm good at. Noticing the areas of my life that I am less good at. Noticing what flows for me. Noticing what doesn't. So some of you heard me talk about my dog, Luna, who is this gorgeous husky golden retriever mix who has some anxiety and personality issues. Um, Very playful dog, but she just doesn't like strangers. And I've come to realize that of all the dogs I've owned, even though I've tried my best to do training, um, and I've gone to classes and gotten professional help, I'm not a good dog owner. I'm not consistent enough. I don't like structure or routine. I'm not patient enough. And I'm not sensory-based enough. I mean, I'd rather be on my computer than walk on the dog outside. And that's actually been a huge relief to acknowledge that I'm not a good dog owner. And then what has been interesting is out of that release and that surrender, I'm now every day walking my dog out in the bitter cold. And I found actually the satisfaction of giving her these walks once I let go of the idea that I was a good dog owner. So it's funny how these things work as we work with our resistance and our self-image. Okay, a lot of words, not quite as much tapping as normal, but I hope you're getting a feeling for the possibility here of looking at the rooms of your life. Which ones do you enjoy? Which ones are you tending to? And if you want to spend a few minutes and actually draw it out, even if you're not a good drawer, just sketch it out. It's really interesting to notice which rooms are bigger, which ones are smaller, which ones are darker, which ones are lighter. And I'll put up the email on my on a blog post so that you can look at the exercise yourself um, by hopping over to my site or even join up for the email list if you want. Okay, everybody, happy solstice, happy winter. Um, Next podcast, I'm talking about finding your timing, so I'm excited about that. And thanks for listening, and here's to a wonderful 2020. All right, thanks, everybody. Bye.